Hey, this is Tim McKernan, and I am here with Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling, and I have been a longtime Design Air client. What separates you guys from everybody else? It's becoming more common for companies to just get their foot in the door. They try to come up with different ways to upsell. They try to see how much they can make off of a customer as opposed to, hey, we're in there to do a service. We're going to do it well. We're going to do it for a fair price. I don't know how many emails I have received from our listeners who experienced the incredible customer service Design Air Heating and Cooling provides. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen and my law firm Brown and Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown and Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Live from the Michelob Ultra Studios, KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. This is TMA All Day. Butter me up, Daddy. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After. KPN-TFM HD2. Just informed by KG, I think Cassie Moore scrubbed all our music from YouTube. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. And Apple Music. And Apple What's music. the deal with that, uh, KG? I know you guys aren't necessarily in good terms. I think she just realized that maybe Steadfast Eyes wasn't the banger she thought it was. Oh, it's I too early. To disagree with her. It's too like give it a couple years and re-release it, and I right. think that's when mainstream audiences will really she's under- really appreciate it later. Yeah. She's right. remastering it now. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she has Cassie's to do her own version, version like uh, Taylor Swift had to. Exactly. I think that's probably it. Cassie's yeah. version. Somebody at Wellington acquired the rights. That oh, God, great. how great would that be? That would be the best. It's like Martin Shkreli buying the Wu-Tang album. <laughs> and so she's re-recording it. God bless her. I respect her creative freedom. Uh, welcome back. It's the morning after. It's presented to you by Brown and Crouppen, Timothy Michael McKernan. Uh, I told uh, Tommy Mattern, in charge of uh, operations here, uh, programming, that uh, Thursday was Donuts with Dad, Jackson. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, I know this isn't an ideal situation because Doug's off, but I think it would mean a lot to my older son if I went to Donuts with Dad, and my God did it ever. So I'm glad that I That's awesome. I'm glad that I went. I apologize for missing the first 90 minutes of the program, but it sounds like you guys talked hot dogs and Zach Bryan. So and blues, you know, we talked about the blues. Did you really? But yet, no one saw it. <laughs> we kind of let Curbs do all the talking because we played the Curbs call of no. David's goal, and he said, you know, well, glad to get a point there. And I was like, all right, there it is. That's kind of all the breakdown you need, and we gave it to him. You gave the people what well, they wanted. I really blamed Doug because he was, you know, barking up the McDavid tree yesterday, saying that he needs to step it up. And then, of course, he goes three points, dangle city, and finishes off uh, the note. Jordan Bennington seemed like he was quite upset that that. Puck got past him. He thought he had it. Yeah, off the sweater. And then it goes, so the Blues will head home. 5 o'clock start on Saturday. Is that... Was that changed because City has a game at 7.30? Ooh, I'd be curious. I'd be surprised if they would do that. But I wouldn't be. You think? Well, like, wouldn't that have to come from the NHL, not the Blues proper? Or can the Blues... Blues can make a request to the league. Okay. Fair I don't right. know. Maybe. That could be the case. That would be a nice little twin bill. You could just watch the Absolutely. Blues game and then walk on down to... Yeah. I'm taking uh, my family to the Blues game, and uh, so we'll be down there. Be pushing it a little bit with our younger son as far as bedtime goes, but... Uh, 
um, yeah, I'm like, man, I already went and got parking. And I'm like, holy crap, parking is already booked up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Doggies play at 730. Right. Yeah, I don't. Maybe, hey, maybe that is the uh, maybe that is the case. Now on weekends they do play three periods of hockey, right? On only on weeknights. That's correct. Only on weeknights. Or if it's President's Day, and it's an afternoon game. <laughs> yeah, for the holiday they only play two. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, my son was all over the. Uh, oh, it's a weekend. We get to stay for all three periods. <laughs> he loves that Patty Maroon, but Patty Maroon is hurt for the Wild, so I don't think we'll be seeing Patty Maroon play on, on Saturday. If a and excuse my ignorance, no, I'll take all questions. But if a hockey player is injured, do they still sit on the benches like in a suit, or are they? Just... Oh my God! Save that question for ten o two. Well, I know in hoops, like if you're out, you're in street clothes on the bench. That would be the greatest if Maroon was sitting there on a on the bench in a suit. Oh, so they don't. Saturday. So they don't. they don't. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. I think <laughs> in the press box. Okay. All right. That makes. Oh, I guess if you would have asked that, I can still do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with it. I just I didn't know. I didn't know like if a hockey player. I'd rather be with my team down there, helping them out, coaching them up. That's what they do in hoops. Uh, let's see. The game was changed from two to five. I knew that the game time had been changed. It's interesting that it had been changed from two to five hmm. and not from seven to five. But whatever. Yeah, they've had some afternoon games. They played the Predators. That was an afternoon game a couple weeks ago. Uh, let's see. Anybody who would have a problem with Tim spending time with his kid needs their head examined. Don't ever pass up an opportunity to spend time with your kids. That's from three and four. I don't think anybody was complaining. I appreciate that text, Nobody but I don't did. think anybody was complaining. No. Nobody did. No. Yeah. They were giving us, uh, I call right. it guff. Well, I like that term. It's kind of an old school leave it to beaver term. Yeah, folksy. I'm a folksy yeah, guy. Yeah, you are a meat and potatoes guy. I'm trying to become more folksy. Yeah, I, and they were giving us guff because it was like, no, Tim and Doug. Like, <laughs> they were like, this is, I'm out. And uh, I was like, well, Tim will be here. Yeah, just got donuts with that. Yeah. Did you have a donut? Did you have a, I did. Get a I hadn't had a donut in I don't know how long. I can tell you when. When uh, your in-laws brought you some. You actually know. You're starting to know more about me than I know about myself. But well, that I remember, is true. When my in-laws moment. showed up. That was so kind of them. Yeah. And it wasn't even like a big birthday. I think I was turning 45. Was it that or was it your anniversary of uh, of radio? Oh, God. Was it that? I don't even know what my anniversary of radio is. My, TMA started in July of 2004. But then that means that would have been the 18th anniversary of TMA. Maybe it was your birthday. I don't remember. I just remember them bringing it in. And I saw you have yeah. a donut. I was like, I've never seen Tim eat a donut. How great are my in-laws? Yeah, they're to, wonderful to, to have, I mean, first off, you know. Let's be honest here. Let's lay our cards on the table in the nine o'clock hour. There's a there's an appearance discrepancy between their daughter and their their son-in-law, and this probably wasn't what they visualized. Hmm. If we're being for being honest with the situation, then I do this for a living. <laughs> now, when you mean this, <laughs> you mean radio excellence, right? But and pissing people know. off on fan pages for St. Louis City. Right. Yeah, apparently so. I didn't even know I was doing it. I guess that was you, but by proxy, me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then and then they listen to the show. And then they come in with donuts to celebrate my, I think it was my birthday, I think. Because I, I don't know what my radio anniversary would be. I think it was June of 2002, actually. It was Oh, so that would have been my 20th from the first show I started. I, yeah, it was like I, with Rich Gould and Jennings. <laughs> wow. How about that? Yeah, what a show. Yeah. But you've said that was a different J than... Uh, it was a much different J. J in 2002, Iggy, a lot different than the J that the audience got to know on TMA. Yes. I don't really know. I think it was because he just hated management 
And so when he came in here, he felt like he was freed up because he wasn't really working for anybody. He could just come in here and screw off. And if they didn't like it, it didn't matter because it wasn't his job. Oh. But he he was not a happy guy in 2002. I also think he uh, got tired of talking sports. And he didn't like hosting shows. And he enjoyed Yeah, his. that was an interesting deal. We would rotate the point people on that show. I hadn't thought about that probably yeah. since then. But some days... I would hope, and I'm like, man, I mean, I guess I had been doing television at the time, but I'm like, I viewed Jay as, you know, in a, you know, respectful way because he'd been doing it for a while. And Rich Gould, obviously, hell, I had interned for him. And I'm like, I shouldn't be running point for these guys, you know? But then I remember the, the morning after Jack Buck passed away, which was probably my second week doing that show. And I had been up all night um, anchoring the coverage on KMOV overnight because of the situation, Jack Buck, they announced it at like 10.30 that night. And so I was called in and went downtown and, and did the coverage overnight. So I'd been up all night, and I remember I was sitting in the uh, in the chair to run point, and Rich Gould, perhaps the last time he ever decided he was going to do a little bit more than it was required, goes, get up, Junior, this is mine today. <laughs> and I go, couldn't agree more, I'll mosey on over here. Rich <laughs> Gould, yeah, he just, you know, when we were doing shows and he's hosting and we're talking, this is all sports station. He goes, oh, what the hell are we going to talk about today? What, Jay would say that or Rich yeah. or both? Yeah, both. But Jay would say, what are we going to talk about today? And it was funny because I'd say, well, the Blues played last night, Cardinals played last night, uh, the draft's coming up. I mean, <laughs> a lot to talk about, but he just didn't want to talk sports anymore. Let's just have fun. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if I've ever told this story on the air, but the first time I ever saw Rich Gould, a buddy of mine in Texton, I went to Ladue, yeah, sick. Um, a buddy of mine had his bar mitzvah, and when he sent the invitations, it came with a DVD, and on the DVD was Rich Gould doing, like, this fake sports cast about my buddy's bar mitzvah and all the information, all the details. So How about Rich that? Gould, like, I probably still have the, the DVD. I'd like to pull that out. Like, Do people try to flash wealth with the bar mitzvah stuff? Yes. Really? There was an actual film with the great Jeremy Piven called Keeping Up with the Steins. Love that movie. That was based on extremely flashing real. wealth at bar mitzvahs. Extremely, extremely real. I went to some that I cost more than a wedding. Way oh, more. Oh, way oh. more than a wedding. So Gould basically did a cameo before cameo came Kind of, yeah. Yes, you're right. Kinda. I'm sure I'm, I doubt he charged, but um, but yeah, that was really cool. But yes, Flashing Wealth, there was another thing. Adam Sandler just had a movie with his actual daughters about bat mitzvahs and kind of about Flashing Wealth a little bit. Is that right? Yeah, oh, it's a very real thing. It's but like a wedding. Do you think it's Flashing Wealth or you just care so much about your kids that you want to give them as much as you can? What do you think? I don't know. Mm. It's kind of just like a really blown-out birthday party. Like, the actual services that you're doing, like the actual ceremony of a bar bat mitzvah, is just done at the temple where you lead the congregation. That part of it, the important part What are you doing? You're reading the Torah? That's right. You have a portion of the Torah that you read specifically, and you lead all the prayers. It's about... And you're doing it in Hebrew, right? That's right. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. You have to... I mean, I practiced and did work for it for six months. Just bring a Boggles game, and then it'll take care of the wealth thing. Jackson? Boggles game? The like the game up, Boggle? The same oh, episode. Right, 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 she right. She gave him a Boggles for his bar mitzvah. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, this is different, but I would say that, uh, like, the actual, then the party is like a blown-out birthday party, like, wedding kind of thing. So that itself, that's where you really flash the wealth is the party. Speaking of gold, you're not going to believe this one. I, I couldn't associate this with Rich Gold. He texted me yesterday, goes... Angry, I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna need a favor. I just wrote a children's book. I'm gonna need some pub on that. Oh, so he wants to come on? Yeah. Yes. To promote a children's book he wrote. Oh, he'll light my ass up. It's great. <laughs> All these guys that I used to work with, like Martin, they come on and just rip us. It's wonderful. I'll be really shocked if the name of the thing is Danny the Dolphin. 
What is it called? I don't know. I didn't ask him. I said, whatever you need, buddy. Just let me know when you want to come in. God, that guy. I didn't really want to get into what kind of children's book you write. He's probably, <laughs> yeah, when I had my child, I said, I was a little disappointed. I wanted a boy. I drank some Jack Daniels. There's a snake down there is the title. No way. Mm-hmm. There's oh, a boy. snake down there. That's a kid's book? Uh, that's what I'm seeing on his Twitter, on his ex. Sorry. He's Thank got you. a Twitter feed. My I don't God. know how active he That's is on the Twitter shock. tweets. The last time I saw it's him, kind of like my girl Ella Reese. The last time I saw him, he would posted the picture of him going to Costco, holding up like a Richmond Heights Community Center card, saying "Fool them again," <laughs> so I could get into Costco. <laughs> I just went to Twitter first time today. Yeah, I see uh, Plowhawk uh, John Denton's reporting. Stephen Matz is going to throw two live BP sessions today. Hell yeah! Woo. Yes, I think we need more tweets about it. <laughs> Top thirty well, moments in St. Louis sports. Breaking the club the is purposely bringing Matz along slowly. What, he hasn't had enough time off in a three-year campaign. He's had like, like 35 games. He's only been paid $11 million. He started nine games his first year of the contract. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I got excited this morning. Somebody tweeted out. I don't know what's parody or not, or not anymore, but it came up. He said, John Mosaic walking through the complex after signing Snell to a three-year pillow deal. I said, they signed it. I go, type Snell news. Nothing. So another fake account. They got you again. Yeah, I thought it was real. Uh, if, do you want to support the EDF group, uh, the Mittens? There they are. Uh, sponsor TMA. It's real simple. Do you have a fire extinguisher where you work? Well, the answer is yes, you certainly do. So please email the EDF group at fire at the EDF group.com so a technician can come out and explain to your team how the EDF group can save your company money. Again, that email address is fire at the EDF group.com. The EDF group is high and will prevent your facility from having high fires. Experience the EDF group difference. Learn more at the EDF group. Dot com. Jackson, why don't you tell people about Mark Hanna, who is online at evergreenstl.com and is a wonderful gentleman. I'd love to. I'm going to keep on the hot take nice. mentions presented by EDF because i got a hot take. Mark Hanna, that's the guy to work with. That is the guy to work with. Now, you might think that's a hot take, but once you have one phone conversation with Mark Hanna, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. That first conversation you have with him, you'll understand what I've been talking about for so long and a number of our listeners have said who have worked with Mark Hanna is that this guy just gets it. He obviously he has a ton of financial knowledge, which is super important, but he also understands how to balance that happiness in life and money, and that's so important when you're talking about your financial future. And you know, because life has so many variables, if one gets thrown at and you need to change up your plan or you need to add something else, you can get on the phone with Mark Hanna. You're going to feel better getting off the phone than you got on it. To me, that is worth everything. That's why I love working with Mark Hanna. It's exactly why you love working with Mark Hanna as well. Uh, 314 uh, 889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. Send your emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today. It comes your way in about oh, five or ten minutes here on TMA. And then Jackson and I will go down the hallway and we will... Uh, deal with the situation. Now, what audio have we not played? Because uh, I, I don't know what we, we played since I missed yeah, the first. Yeah, we've only played the Stephen A. Smith talking about hot dogs, and uh, and we played Curbs' call of uh, the Blues game last night. So everything right. else is on the table. Well, you tell me you cut it or KG cut it. Uh, there's one of Scott Boris doing what I heard is like the longest, most boring explanation where he says nothing about anything. 
Like he's just up no. there talking nonsense. Oh, yeah. I love his interviews, actually. Scott, has Honor's uh, unwillingness or hesitation to spend this offseason surprised you? It, it, it's something that, you know, we're, when you have record revenues and then you have other things that are going on about media rights, well, media rights are a platform to a higher value. They're not a platform to a lower value. So the transition of that is something that people want to talk about because they say there's uncertainty. But uncertainty to a higher market is very different than uncertainty to something less. And so these kinds of equations for me are something that you understand why they would say it, what they would do. But back to baseball. I think people really want to evaluate as much as they can to know what the best thing is for them to do. But the key thing of it is, in record revenues, there's just a lot of flexibility uh, that uh, is in the market and is with each ownership to determine what's best for them. And this is, frankly, where Baseball Analytic operates at its best. This is no different than, right now, is no different than the uh, trading deadline in, in July. I get to add players that can, in one day, change a locker room, as we've seen happen today. You know, and when Cody Bellinger walks in, you watch the glow of a franchise and, and the opportunities of a franchise completely change. And that, that impact, I think, is what uh, is something that is known to the, to the staff and the people that study it and know it. And there's more certainty to their decisions when you, when you make decisions at, at a later time in free agency. So I don't look at it as a negative. I just look at it as, as an element of how markets develop in particular situations and where we happen to be in one at this time. There you go. What a beast. That that can work around. Out there. A lot of so, wars, but it made sense. A lot, lot, lot of meat on the bone there. <laughs> like I, that tells me that he's a great agent because he just said absolutely nothing while talking for two minutes straight. He, he said something. I, I don't know. I, I think. I, it's not like I, Ultra Moselock. When like he said Moselock's final boss. When he said back to baseball, in my head, I'm thinking, oh, he's gone so far off. <laughs> he, he didn't know where he's at. Where he's talking. So he's like, okay, I need a reset. Back to baseball. No, you can tell he's a lawyer. He made a lot of words to basically say two things. But it made sense. I mean, teams are waiting. They don't know about, uh, when he said media, they're talking about, you know, TV contracts like Cardinals. You can put them in that category. Uh, And then when a team does sign a player, you can't change the outlook of a team. Teams are waiting for reasons. So it made sense, but he used a lot of words he didn't have to. He could have put that in about 30 seconds. I missed it. He used to do, didn't he used to do like play on words for like some of his free agents? Like to make it like sound like you're signing like this superstar. I like I'm, tell it? I'm trying to think of like a, a great example, but he used to do that a bunch of like his free agent that he's looking for new teams. He comes up with the play on words with either a first name or last name or the team he. Oh yeah, he would do that play. Like right. it, it's it was so funny. That dude like the best. I know everybody hates him, but that dude knows how to get money. Didn't he make like a bill or half a billion? Signed almost a billion dollars in contracts a couple years ago or last year. Oh, it's surprising. Which is insane. Yeah. He's Absolutely. like represented every big player in the last 25 it years. It is odd, though, that there's so many great players still out there who haven't signed. Uh, I was reading on ESPN this morning. They had a list of the top 10 that haven't signed yet and what they turned down. I forgot what player it was, but he agreed to a $3 million buyout. Um, and the team offered him one year for $20 million. He said, no, I'll take the buyout. He expected to get more. And now... There's a, they project him to sign a two-year, $20 million deal. When he turned down $20 million for one, it's just 
Well, Blake Snell turned down six years for like a hundred and it was one hundred and fifty-eight, and he turned that down, and he's still a free agent from the and Yankees. And Monty. Yeah, I think Monty may be, still be a Cardinal. I, I would. I would wow. No. Wouldn't that be fun? Really? I'd love I to see. Know, I, I mean, I suppose. I mean, everything. 10%. Everything is one of the questions Jackson asked on balloon party yesterday was what injury would impact the Cardinals the most, and I go, well, Sonny Gray. So if something like that were to happen, then maybe the Cardinals. I just don't. Or I suppose Michaelis. You know. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're just they got. Yeah, I mean, you're already happen. Stephen Matz is already your fifth starter. You know? And they're taking it slow with him. <laughs> Why is throwing two live VP sessions today? Yeah, I'm going to trade somebody like a Goldschmidt before the season starts and uh, free up some money to sign a pitcher, but they're not spending any more money. Tommy Pham's still out there. You're advocating for a Pham acquisition. He's had a hell of a last no, five they years. Too, they have too many outfielders. That'd be fun for a <laughs> an infusion tour? into that veteran locker room. <laughs> 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 Him and Cart back together. Well, yeah. here, I'll give the listeners okay. what they want. Trevor Bauer's still out there. I want to take a flyer. Listeners like uh, when you bring up Trevor Bauer. Yeah. I don't know if he'll be signed. I don't think he will be. I think if he was going to get signed, he would already be signed. Especially when you come out and say you'll do league minimum, that means no team had called, right? Like when you're basically saying, I will pay for the— I agree, I agree with that. That's you're negotiating against yourself, kind and of. And now you have no negotiating power. It's right. like, okay, we're going to sign you for the league minimum, that's it. With, like, incentives, right? That was his thing. He's like, yeah, I just want I a lot he, of incentives. Yeah. Well, he's got—God only knows how much money. I mean, well, actually, it doesn't just get limited to Yahweh. We can look it up on baseball reference <laughs> now that I think about it as I'm saying that. Yeah. But point being, I'm sure he's— you know, he's good, and his kids are probably good. Uh, and at this point, all all it's about is uh, is opportunity. I don't know what he's made. I don't, Any I, guesses on career earnings? I do have it with me right now. I'm gonna go again. forty-eight million. I'm gonna go seventy-five million. Forty-eight. I should have said forty-nine. It's insane. Oh really? Hundred and eleven oh. million. Is that right? That wasn't yeah. close. He made thirty-one in twenty twenty-one with the Dodgers. Well, that's Twenty-five the thing. with I mean, the Dodgers. You know, like, and obviously, you know. There's, there's, large, it's not, it's not it's like 111 sitting in the bank account, but if it's 50, or 60, even if yeah. only a third of it's sitting in the bank account, yeah. obviously, like the 750 he's going to make isn't going to impact him in any capacity. So, uh, it just becomes about just wanting to, to prove, you know, that he can still do it and just wanting the opportunity. So it's, it's, it truly in this case is not about money. Transform your story at Illinois. Recovery Center, Illinois Recovery Center, the team believes in the strength of every individual's journey to recovery. Whether you're taking the first step or continuing your path, the IRC's dedicated team is here to support you. Why choose Illinois Recovery Center? Well, a holistic healing approach, expert care and guidance, safe and welcoming environment, tailored programs for lasting recovery, and top-notch facility and accommodation. Whether you've made the life-saving choice to seek help on your own or you want to be prepared for the other end of an addiction intervention with a loved one, the chance to learn about addiction recovery is available to you at the Illinois Recovery Center in Swansea. If you or someone you know wants more information about the Illinois Recovery Center, please call 888-472-9559 or visit IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. That's 888-472-9559 or visit IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. James Carlton is up to 360 Five-star reviews now. 360 five-star reviews for James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. And maybe he's increased because now Ken Strode is a client. Maybe that's maybe that's the old Iggy bump that he got 
But uh, it's 365-star reviews. The Plowhawk's a client. I've been a client for a number of years. We invite you to become a client as well. Old Donnie Hartman wrote, James has been very accommodating in answering any questions and completing a thorough evaluation of our needs. He has had several positive recommendations and is always sure to provide the best coverage for our personal situation. I cannot say enough great things about James and the service he provides. Everyone I have worked with in his office has been so helpful and efficient as well. Fantastic experience every time. That's one of the 365-star reviews for James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. When you Google him, you see the team, and the team is large, and the team is large because they want to make sure they take care of all of the clients and give you the best service as possible. And that is not just a cute little phrase to say when you're advertising for them. It is a true experience that I can tell you, and Plow can tell you, and Aggie can tell you as clients. That's just the way the place works. It's James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency online at carltoninsurance.net. If you're dreading doing paperwork, don't worry about it. They do all the paperwork for you when you make the switch. It's James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for our design air, heating and cooling email the day. And keep in mind, a buck swope win forces a one-game playoff tomorrow with Kevin Miller. Anything else than a buck swope win, and Kevin Miller wins the month of February. This is going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're right. Leap year, schmeep year. I ain't scared. Just gives me another day to say how incredible Tim is. And good job this AM, Jackson. Not saying, excuse me. The fact that it was blasting EDM music, I actually prefer that. You're actually, rolling like, balls, bro. <laughs> no, I got, a, I got a company email. It's like a right. Skrillex concert yeah. live. Often, oftentimes, <laughs> Jody sends me emails with EDM music No, I opened attached. it up and uh, it's like a before gift. it got to What's that. What's the email? Just about Mega Millions. <laughs> and that has... <laughs> Set to Tiesto. <laughs> no, I, I opened it up and then I scrolled and some music started popping up out of nowhere. It's my phone. I don't know. It's like a whack-a-mole. I'm, I'm listening to Kevin Miller email. And good job this AM, Jackson. Not saying that to get your vote. The world needs heroes. And damn it, you were one today. And I don't want Iggy's vote just because I let him borrow my Billy Jack DVD so he could see Dolores Taylor's boobies. This email is about verbiage and that damage it can do. Sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can never hurt me. Unless those words are, first of all, you don't even have a mind. <laughs> Believe is. me, you, it was no picnic. My fellow Griffins used to give me guff because I was breastfed by my stepfather, <laughs> especially my butter, buddy Spider. Well, this email is also about redemption. Guess what, Spider? Our buddy Butchie banged your dad, and I've got the receipts, and by receipts I mean photos. Remember that time the whole chess club camped out in your backyard? Well, your dad came in our tent. First words out of his mouth were, quote, not one of my holes is off limits. Three seconds later, he and Butchie were in a double 69 position. Two can chew. Who's laughing now, monkey boy? Because I used every bulb in the Polaroid SX-70 flash bar. As they gave each other simultaneous mouth play, Butchie sucked the fun out of him whilst giving him the five-finger death punch with his hot barbecue chip-coated fingers. That's from Sid... And then his last name is On These. So that's Sid, but then he's got a last name of On These. I can't, it can't go, that was one of the poor, most poorly constructed sentences I've ever read. Not one of my holes is off limits. That is, what the hell? 
I mean, if that's what Spider's dad said, he's just quoting him. He's that's a journalist. Fair. That's very fair. Yeah, that's I mean, that, that's more on Spider's dad than it is on Sid. Well, I'll get after Spider's dad. Right. He's probably the same guy who posted about the city fan page or whatever. <laughs> I did keep his Billy Jack for like a year and a half. That's Dolores a real thing. Taylor. Yeah, she's just kind of sunbathing and walking into the water naked. <laughs> Porn DVDs. By the way, Jackson, I yeah. hate to interview, but we, we have a little time here. Yeah. Ella Reese returned to Instagram yesterday with, a, with, a, with yeah. a, but a picture of her face. Okay. Iggy, you'll have to see this, Uh-oh. too. More work. You guys see our friends? Uh, yeah. Look at those lips. That might that that could just be the lips. Thing, but I'm, I'm being optimistic. The... I'm being optimistic. It's it that, oh, like, she, she gray looked... line there to where it's, like, it's almost duck, but, like... It's it's the Zach Johnson gif at Shinnecock when we lost the golf course. I think I put 10 <laughs> years on her. I just, like, I'm like, what are, I, I honestly thought she had just retired and I was not going to be happy, and I had been DMing her, like, hey, when's your next scene, you know? But from so, your burner. Right. <laughs> she obviously loved that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, like, hey, you know, my wife wants to know, too. You know, I'm just trying to make it like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm not a pervert. Yeah. My wife's interested as well. Mr. Truth 87. <laughs> That's right. Dog avatar with a scripture quote. <laughs> And uh, and then, like, I guess she retired. And then all of a sudden, the Instagram pops up the picture yesterday. I'm like, oh, no. Well, if that means that's what That's what was going on. All right. Well, if that means she's returning to uh, work. It's not the same person. Mm. I don't know how old she is. That picture makes her look like 45 years old. Uh, yeah. And it's Clayton on a Friday night, man. But anyway. You're I exasperated. St- I really am. Yeah. This has really got you am. down the dumps. I, yeah, I am. I'm dead serious. I can tell it. Yeah. I mean, I took a screenshot of it to show you. And I'm a 47-year-old married father of two boys. Yeah. Well, the good thing, her old videos are always going to be out there, so you can always go back to where she used to look like. Yeah. yeah. Salad days. Salad, well, listen, halcyon days. <laughs> when they made the Andy Griffith show in color, it just wasn't the same. Is that right? Really? Oh, yeah. It's black and white way better. Uh, nice job powering through sans Tim, fellas. What we learned today around Coffeegate is that offering to do something is exactly the same as doing it. I would like to be the first member of the audience to offer to go into the St. Charles Bowling Hall of Fame. Whee! Next up, let's all attend a Jackson Tuesday night intramural game to see him spitting layups or whatever the equivalent of chiclets would be. Are there guys who dribble with both hands? <laughs> How many times does one person get to proudly declare that winter is over and still get to claim victory, even when the 18-degree wind chill in St. Louis impacted the soccer game in Houston? Ball don't lie. That's from Shooter McGavin, the vice president of hiring CBC graduates to come by your hobble each week and clear the browser history. Shooter McGavin out there today, having getting some work in. Shooter. Winter is over. <laughs> Iggy's day got off to a rocky start because there was no coffee, but my day got off to an even worse start. Last night, I had several helpings of nachos with extra jalapenos. In the moment, my mouth loves spicy foods, but my brown hole usually regrets my decision the next day. Since I was running a little late today, I was forced to take my morning recreational at work. As a known germaphobe, I never use my hand to flush public toilets. Who knows what kind of rogue residue Dale or Bill may have left on the handle. No big deal. I just use my foot to flush. Sadly, things quickly went awry as I raised my foot to flush. I lost my balance and accidentally slipped and stepped in the toilet bowl proper. My once white sneaker quickly turned a murky brown color, drat. (laughs) I couldn't let everyone in the office know that I accidentally stepped in my own waist, so I did what anyone would do. I rubbed my other clean shoe in the pile of yesterday's partially digested nachos floating in the toilet. 
Thanks to my quick thinking, now both shoes look the same. Aside from the foul smell and the audible squish-squish noise with every step I take, no one will know that I stumbled into my own feces. Yes, that was an embarrassing start to my morning, but it's still not as awkward as an old guy talking about using his penis to stir another man's hot coffee? Oh, yeah, that was a topic. Yeah, you missed that one. That one actually was a good Reading that, I just, I I imagine you telling the people at your eldest son's school, sorry, I got to leave. I got to go read this email, but the guy's stepping in his own crap. (laughs) Yeah, JV Golf Coach. Yeah, they're like, understood. Morning, boys. Great show today. Sunday, I built a slip and slide in my front yard with some contract contractor trash bags that I bought at Harbor Freight and taped together. Here's my issue. The third or fourth time that I went, I caught a branch that ripped my Speedo, and when I stood up, my neighbor Randy got an eyeful of my hogger. Is there a way I can block numbers on my iPhone? Not sure how he has been blowing up my phone ever since. Thanks. That's Grimy from South County. And finally... When Tim is away, the morons will beg. Today reminded me of a Tim vacation in July 2014 when Charlie and the cat spent an entire week incessantly begging the listeners to bring in food. Well, today the coffee machine is broken and Jody, the coffee technician, doesn't arrive until 8.30. So let me offer up this autographed 51 baseball from the time I tried to throw a ball 68 miles an hour but fell woefully short to anyone who brings me coffee. I should probably ask Learn if they have any coffee. Learn says she doesn't have any. The listeners say Learn is drinking coffee on the ratio YouTube feed. Well, that was probably from before it broke. No, I'm not saying Learn broke it. Oh, good. Mr. Smith is going to pick up coffee because he wants the autographed ball that I'm going to forget to give him. He did. Let me see if Learn wants anything. I appreciate the love for Swope's picks. So 10, the rise of Plowboy. Specifically, the callback to how during Plowsy's first week on the show, he went missing for an extended period of time. And Tim speculated it was reading material <laughs> situation while taking a recreational. Then upon his return, Plowsy explained he didn't want the listeners to know he was dropping the Browns off at the Super Bowl, <laughs> followed by a nonsensical excuse about checking transmitter readings. <laughs> when in fact, he went out to his car to get high as he confirmed on Swope's picks. I did. I was early. I was young. <laughs> Tip of the cap to Kevin Miller on winning email of the month. I guess the standings say I can tie with a win today, but for some reason Jackson failed to count Kevin Miller's win as Holden Groins in his monthly total as Mr. Groins was treated as a different emailer. Kind of like last year when I was at one point, quote, tied with Ghost Rider to the Stars, Hey Barry, and Pocket Full of Batteries, all of whom were written by 2022 emailer of the year, Ellen Foley. Stay cute, Jackson, and keep trolling the sads with those Sports Center updates. That's from Buck Swope. Seems like that was a concession to Kevin Miller. It seems like he handed Miller. We got one more just came in, Plow. Oh, okay. Uh, morning. Remember when you honored Bob Hyland's legacy by having a recurring segment called Iggy Snapchat's Married Listeners' Wives and sometimes takes their wives on dates to Olive and Oak on the sponsor's dime and then posts about it on the fan page? <laughs> Any chance you can bring that back in 2024? That was one of yeah. my favorite segments, and my hubby always got a good belly laugh on those days. Thanks. That's from Gus and Tilly Grundlehort. This is a photo of me, my good friend Albert Pools, and Tony LaRusse at Fazoli's <laughs> in Warrington. Stay tuned for a photo of me with celebrity bartender Han. He lets me pay with loose change because he's a good friend. And that's what we have for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. What you wow, got? Late submission really brought yeah. the heat. I gotta be honest though, I thought the best, and we talked about it earlier with uh, the rise of Plowsy Swope's picks. I'm going Buck Swope. Why was it good? All he did was re- recap what we said <laughs> I an it was hour funny. ago. I thought it was funny. I didn't uh, know Holden Grunge. I don't mind. I think I was in Scottsdale that I day. I don't mind throwing... <laughs> 
things in there from like four years ago. But you, all you do is just say what we said earlier. So for that, I'm going to go with the the last one, whoever that was. Uh, the, the Gus and Tilly Grundle. I'm going with Gus and Tilly because I liked a couple of lines in there. I actually thought Kevin Miller was the best. Oh, wow. That situation with Spider and his father <laughs> and then Butchie. Uh, Plowhawk, uh, here you are. You know, I'm going to give it, I liked Buck Swope, but the fact that he, Kevin Miller should have won anyway. I'm going to give it to Kevin Miller. Kevin so Miller has just won the month Confirmed. of February, even though it sounds fair. like Buck Swope was conceding a four-foot putt. Win by what two. a gentlemanly moment, that the concession fair. part two. Uh, Jackson will be issuing an apology in a matter of moments uh, on huh. on Balloon Party for yesterday's Sports Center oh, update. Okay. I thought uh, about for Kevin Miller. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no apology. Uh, so uh, I'm looking forward to that, and I will I will uh, say you know you can do the entire first segment for your apology for not including right. yeah, I City. Can chew on that all, fat. The one nil loss to Houston on Tuesday night in the CONCACAF Cup. Jackson and I are heading down the hallway. We will be fine. You can watch us deal with the situation on the YouTube channel for 101 ESPN, for the Plowhawk, for KGO Town, for Kenneth Iggy Strode. For my brother Kevin, for Jackson Burkett, sitting in for Douglas Elvin Vaughn, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been TMA, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen.